Mm-mm-mm. I love that sweet onion sound of our intro music. <laughs> that sweet, sweet, spicy jingle. How you doing, Ty? <laughs> I'm jingling right now, Eric. I'm having a great <laughs> Friday, a fantastic day. How about you? That is awesome. I'm having a great Friday as well. I'm just thinking about what I'm going to do later tonight. It's kind of like one of those sad, rainy Fridays. The snow is still kind of just like hanging out on all the roads out there. So we'll see what happens. But I'll probably head to the city and maybe find a spot for dinner. That's my move too tonight. I will be making my way downtown shortly after this episode. I don't know where yet. I don't know where the night will take me. Hopefully it's not a casino. Uh, I'm excited either way though. (laughs) How are you managing dinner time? Because I hear you're doing dry January, which is one, (laughs) lame as hell, and two, probably a big struggle. Dude, it's the it's the most gay thing ever to do dry Jan. Now, do you do you think it's gay because you are a part of a minority who is (laughs) probably being like expelled from social situations because of who you are? Oh wow, I don't think so. I think I've been like having a good time regardless. Bay is joining me in the uh, festivities, so I can always mm. hang out with her. <laughs> um, my parents are both doing it, so when we go to their place for dinner, there is no alcohol being consumed, and right. it's really tough. Like it, it makes me realize like how much you rely on alcohol to talk to your parents. Even <laughs> it's like it's like yeah, nothing's new. <laughs> Just hanging out. <laughs> like work is boring. And Pod's doing great. <laughs> that's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's tough. So it's a sober family affair, though. That that would be almost worse than doing it on your own. But <laughs> I mean, coming out of the wine cellar with your partner is probably a smart move. You're on the same page that then, you know, the same side of the foot long. Yeah, it helps to have a partner in crime who is not going to ditch you because you're boring, you know? But the, I guess the benefit is I'm, I'm like the dedicated driver for the month. So mm. there's there's pros and cons, even if you are drinking and I'm not. Uh, but let me tell you, man, it's been a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, you're probably having, I hope you're not going to relapse any, in, at all this weekend. That There is a risk there on a Friday night. Absolutely. I've been strategically choosing restaurants that like you don't really need to drink at. <laughs> like, mm. for example, like. I went to sushi. I went to um, like like a falafel restaurant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like places like that. Where it's like drinking is not really like part of the experience. But if you go to yeah. like a Joe Forte's, for example, like you're having three martinis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's un- undeniable. Some places you just it comes with the territory. So my first thought mm-hmm. went to sushi as well. Uh, every time I get a beer at sushi or some sake, which is only when I go with you for some reason, <laughs> extra, I mean, Happens. that's, does that, I mean, that should be a count, right? Cause that Asahi is extra dry. So yeah. I feel like it's an exception, but I mean, yeah, it goes I down I so well. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crispy and smooth, but I feel like the dining experience of sushi is sans alcohol. And I don't know why. The dining experience at Subway is sans alcohol as well. I do know why mm. in that sense, but there, that is an option that is available to you if you if you want to play it safe. Resist temptation. You mean like going to Subway to not drink? Because like I think that's probably the top restaurant where people bring their own drinks. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? Yeah, you know, you're probably right, actually. 
There's no corking fee at Subway. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. And it would probably help just some of the, some of the these ingredients go down. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm like I, I'm in a hole right now. I'm in a scroll <laughs> hole of the 20 page Subway ingredient guide PDF. Because <laughs> I, sometimes I come back here because I just I just need to know for certain, like, and what am I actually eating here? There's some, mm-hmm. there's some dark, interesting, dark dude, it is dark. Like the number of ingredients under this, the meat of the meat type steak. Are you familiar with steak? Uh, as in the steak and cheese. Yeah. But just steak in this case, no cheese added. <laughs> there's so many ingredients. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, the steak is a funny one because when you picture a steak, you you picture like something very kind of specific, right? But mm-hmm. the steak at Subway is shredded. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like shredded lettuce <laughs> like when you picture lettuce you picture like the leaf of lettuce but it's shredded at subway same thing with the steak why is that yeah dude like I, i'm imagining like like a, a beautiful tomahawk on bone you know flaked in gold but <laughs> yeah. this is like the layers of like a mutilated human i'm picturing a small persian man sprinkling seasoning on it and then branding it with like a hot iron <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow so yeah why is subway steak in a league of its own as far as like completely riffing on the steak form factor do you think it's because (laughs) it's like on this whole list like everything seems like it the ingredients in it represent it like the turkey breast the first ingredients turkey breast rotisserie style chicken not that many ingredients following chicken believe it or not the pepperonis pork and the pastrami's beef cured with water salt and sugar so it's the steak that's confusing me right now oh the okay, turkey's kind of uh... weird too the turkey is they specified it's turkey meat separated by a machine and i don't know what that means i don't know why they needed to tell me that hmm right so they're just eliminating jobs over there at the subway factory mm-hmm. <laughs> and, what they're, is... and they're bragging about it <laughs> yeah this is interesting. So are you saying just looking at the ingredient list alone, ordering the steak and ordering the turkey might be not good for you because you're actually ordering a ton of preservatives and like all kinds of other shit that's like impossible to pronounce? Yeah, that's 100% it. The steak ingredients surpass all of the other meats because uh, it's just like a paragraph of things. <laughs> and some of the words I do understand we got some cornstarch in there, some dried tomato. For some reason, some red cabbage concentrate. That must be for color. Soybean oil. Oh. But then you get some weird stuff too, like natural beef type flavor. I don't know what that mm. could mean. That's yeah, that's insane because it should, <laughs> it should just be beef. <laughs> Shouldn't beef have all the natural flavor it needs? It doesn't make any sense. So do you think these things are like, like the marinade for the beef? Like, was it sitting in some kind of like wicked sauce? <laughs> mm. And um, those ingredients are just like what form the actual marinade? Because I can imagine like sauce would have like a million ingredients that no one knows about. Yeah, that's a good point. It could be the like whatever it's absorbing. I'm not familiar. I've never consumed it. So I can't guarantee <laughs> that it's even seasoned. You're really not missing anything, Ty. I'll be honest. There are some meats where I'll have them at Subway and I'll think, wow, Ty needs to try this. The steak Mm -hmm. is not one of them. (laughs) No. After reading the steak down, dude, I don't think I want to try it. No, man. Oh, wow. There's multiple things on this list 
that are just just there for color, like beet juice, red cabbage concentrate, and turmeric, which they even specified is for color. Oh. So I wonder what color the steak wants to naturally be. Do you, do you pick gray, brown, or like a third mystery color? Hmm. That's a good question. I mean, it's pretty gray as is. So it makes me wonder now, like, what is what is a starting gray color before they add the red? Like, mm-hmm. beet juice. Because that, that would, like, like, my intuition is telling me that it would come out, like, looking rare. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Like, are they trying yeah, to make yeah. a tartare <laughs> or something with that? But it really doesn't look like that at all. It just looks like cooked, like, kind of like old meat. <laughs> There's there's probably like an art to making the steak look exactly the color it needs to be to feel like, yes, it's really meat, but yes, it's also been out for a while. Like they don't want it to look too mm-hmm. fresh, too rare, too well done, too mm-hmm. old, too new. It has to look realistic. Mm-hmm. The other thing when um, I think it's I think meat turns gray when it's exposed to oxygen. So they're mm-hmm. probably trying to like navigate this. Um, because the meat is always exposed to oxygen, right? It's just sitting in the bucket. <laughs> so it's probably like so pale that it just looks like a dead body <laughs> and they have to like do something with it to just, you know, liven it up a little bit. Right. No one's going to want to eat the dead body. Definitely not. <laughs> the rotting meat. Literally it's rotting flesh the way that it like is sliced mm-hmm. and layered. But you know what? If this was Halloween, this would be a great opportunity to rename some of the ingredients to be like after body parts or like mm. other ghastly um, things that might end up in your sandwich. Like I'm already thinking like the marinara sauce is blood and then the meatballs in there could be, I don't know, just other human remains. <laughs> Damn. So like what's the steak then? Like old poon? <laughs> no, that's the roast beef. Ah, shit. Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just list off like a few more of these th- things? Like what else is in there? I-, I need to know what I'm missing out on. Specifically in the steak down. Yeah, got some sure. Dextrose, sodium phosphate, garlic powder, corn, maltodextrin, flavoring. Ooh, that sounds ambiguous. Wow. <laughs> Potato, maltodextrin, citric acid, hydrolyzed corn protein ascorbic acid yeast extract caramelized sugar onion powder soybean oil we're getting close to the end of the list i've been jumping around here what am i missing oh beef beef's the number one ingredient thank god (laughs) thank god yeah (laughs) more uh more man-made horrors beyond my comprehension (laughs) (laughs) but they spell beef with an a so who knows what that is oh interesting is there like a trademark symbol okay that'd be pretty funny (laughs) They were doing that for a while at McDonald's, I think. Like, they would say it's like Canadian beef, but like the corporation that supplies the beef is called Canadian beef. <laughs> so mm. they like skirted the uh, the law, I guess. They could just say it was Canadian beef, but it was actually like from a corporation. Right. They're just passing the blame, kicking the can to whoever Canadian beef incorporated is. They're responsible mm-hmm. now for for that and then when That's the, when the uh, investigation closes and they're like oh yeah by the way that uh place you guys were getting beef from was not actually canadian beef and then mcdonald's goes what no way <laughs> <laughs> you 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 wouldn't how oh, could no. you <laughs> nah fam you wildin <laughs> our customers <laughs> 
Yeah. They were in on it the whole time. A saving grace in this list of ingredients, Eric, is, believe it or not, the veggie patty. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Big love for the veggie patty. Yeah. Huge newfound respect for this wad of mush because... (laughs) I understand almost everything on this list and it's there's a surprising like spectrum of vegetables here. We got okay. carrots followed by onions. Those are your two biggest things. I'm going to I'm going to read from top to bottom here. Carrots, onions, green beans, oat bran, so I guess that's oat, <laughs> canola oil, <laughs> zucchini, oh, nice. oh. soybeans, peas, broccoli shout out to broccoli wasn't expecting them to make an appearance me neither corn soy flour spinach red bell pepper arrowroot powder which is like kind of like cornstarch garlic actual cornstarch cornmeal <laughs> a little bit of salt the only word i don't know methyl cellulose <laughs> <laughs> then they hit wow. you with the parsley and the black pepper for garnish and that's the veggie patty baby what that is a better lineup than coachella 2024 right there no kidding. So there's an ingredient in there that starts with meth. That, ha- that there's mo- and there's more in quantity of that than parsley, which is concerning. <laughs> yeah, we're just get, they're, they're just like, oh yeah, don't worry about that one. You know, there's spinach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, out of all the ingredients, besides the actual just straight up vegetables, this one's probably the healthiest. But also shout out to Americans for like putting corn in everything. <laughs> like, like it's all just corn. <laughs> It's Everything so weird. Is corn, dude? Like, how did corn make its way into every single thing? What doesn't make any sense? I, I feel like I've seen like, I don't even know if I've seen a cornfield in real life. Where is it even coming from? Oh, dude, they're scary, man. <laughs> they're, uh, it's like <laughs> I've heard. It's like the ones from the movie Interstellar, where they go into the corn maze and then just like disappear mm. forever. I don't know if right, I got the movie like, right. Signs, maybe. Yeah, exactly. For some reason, Holes with Shia LaBeouf is coming to mind. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm sure they were in a field at some point. Absolutely. But I think it also goes back to World War II, Ty. Isn't isn't there like some like history here where it's like whoever was president during World War II, I feel like I should know this, decided that like in order to like self-sustain in, in the worst case scenario, we have to like have our own production of something and they decided corn would be it. Oh. You, might, you might have told me this. I feel like I should know this. Um, <laughs> yeah. That That is a very plausible explanation for why corn's taken over. But it also mm-hmm. just seems like the most like, I don't know if like broccoli is as versatile as corn. Like corn is an oil. It's a Corn could be fuel. Corn can be anything. I don't know if True. other vegetables are capable of such generalist traits. Maybe they are. Maybe we just haven't pushed carrots to their limit yet. Yeah, maybe not. But also, I'm just doing some uh, research on the side here, and it looks like corn tie is extremely cheap, abundant, and easy to grow. It's the American Mm. vegetable. It really is. (laughs) That's really funny. I love that. A little piece of Americana. But the weird part about corn is that it's kind of an infrastructure vegetable you know it's always in the back end it's always behind Mm -hmm. the scenes kind of playing more of a producer role not like a lead actor role and i think that's Mm -hmm. what's so strange about it is that you'll never see corn as the lead actor in a dish or even just getting credits (laughs) until you like actually watch the end of the film like i'm doing right now i know imagine if like 
at a Michelin restaurant, they present to you some kind of dish and then they describe what's going on, right? It's like, well, there's a tuna tataki here with a little bit of balsamic glaze and uh, just a touch of corn syrup to really liven things up. (laughs) It's like that never happens. Yeah, dude, the canola oil, corn starch and corn syrup all combined to make the sauce that they're drizzling on there. It's not even getting mentioned. Maybe... Maybe we just assume at this point that it is in everything, which I do. So it needs no introduction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's like water. Like every ingredient has water in it. <laughs> every uh, <laughs> yeah. possible additive. You know what I mean? It's like on a molecular level, you can't not have water. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, and so water doesn't grace the nutritional list of any, any processed food I see. So it is kind of like mm-hmm. water. But honestly, the corn industry, Eric, is sleeping on this opportunity because it, if that shit is in everything and they're not even talking about it, they're not even it's like they're not even proud of it. The corn industry should be mm-hmm. shouting from the rooftops, running propaganda across the nation for us to be more pro coin, pro corn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we need to be addicted. Like everyone's addicted to corn. And I like <laughs> I, I think it. we just need to we need to like decent like desensitize people to it you know (laughs) wow i think we've i think it's the opposite ty we're we're too desensitized to it so much so that we take it for granted but Mm. i think as a society we need to be more sensitive to the benefits that corn provide all of us you know what i mean like Mm. it's just like so ubiquitous dude you know how i was just describing (laughs) corn as like a a character in a tv show or a movie (laughs) Okay. You could describe you could describe that as in one word pornography. <laughs> <laughs> I think we I swear to God we talked about corn hub before. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, uh, dude. I was so caught up in that pun that I missed whatever you said before I said that. Can you repeat it? <laughs> Something about desensitizing or sensitizing ourselves. Oh to yes, yes. Corn, yeah, yeah. We need we need um to refresh our palate, restart the energy rethink how corn is presented and spoken about and eaten with intent (laughs) speaking of eating with intent ty and re-energizing our palates i want to put forward an idea for you that i think you might fuck with as like a new thing that's in for 2024 okay okay and that is i'm listening and that is eating grocery store food in the car okay I'm still following. Get this, Ty. I went last night to Safeway and we're just perusing the seafood section. And obviously I was hungry. Shopping while hungry is always a bad idea. But in this case, I came across the shrimp cocktail and I found out that Safeway does a shrimp cocktail like fresh, ready to be eaten with like maybe like 10 shrimp in there. It's really just like kind of like grab and go style like cold cold bar you know the raw bar <laughs> Damn. so i hit the raw bar yeah. at safeway and then i just like grabbed a few other things that i actually needed and then i just sat in the car and i was like it's gonna be like an hour or two until dinner's ready so i'm just gonna kill this shrimp cocktail right now in the parking lot of safeway <laughs> wow the only cocktail you're allowed to a drink during dry January and B drink from the driver's seat. What a move, Eric. What a move, dude. They said I couldn't have a cocktail while driving. I said, I'll show you. 
Mm-hmm. Watch this. <laughs> watch this. My, watch this. Hold face. my beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude! But it was such a like nasty little pleasure of mine just sitting there watching people like park their cars and get out, and I'm just like sitting there eating a shrimp cocktail, dipping it in the cocktail sauce, mm. just throwing the yeah, the shrimp ends out the window. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! Yeah, that's it's freaky, but I like it. I like it. It's yeah, freaky. Dude, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Gotta hit the cold bar at grocery stores and just before you even get home, just crack it open in the car. It's it's honestly the move. That's it's really cool. gratification. And you know what I feel like? I feel like it's the bourgeoisie version of like like hitting the bag of Doritos because that I think that's like the go to move for most hungry people at the grocery store. Like no one's grabbing mm-hmm. like a gala apple off the produce shelf and munching on that after the register. No, they're they're hitting mm-hmm. the, the like the chocolate covered pretzels, you know. <laughs> So, on them. yeah, I like <laughs> I like this. It's it's fancy. It's a little fancier, you know. It's mm-hmm. normcore but bourgeoisie. I think it's on trend. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It gives the raw bar at Safeway a reason to exist because, like, mm-hmm. if I'm gonna like make a shrimp cocktail for guests, I'm probably gonna buy the either the frozen one or I'm just gonna buy shrimp with like cocktail sauce on the side to like assemble myself. The frozen mm-hmm. one is if I'm being lazy or if I don't like my guests. <laughs> but mm-hmm. the small ten piece nugget meal with the with the sauce in the middle, that's for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's for me in the car later by myself, so, so I can just think about my day and eat that. <laughs> I love that the, the the chicken of the sea, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the chicken yeah. nugget of the sea, exactly. That's such a sick move. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Well, here's the thing, Eric. Is what I like about this move is that I'm kind of tired of like, I sometimes you're you're just like hungry and you need to solve a problem. But the fast food industry has one, stopped providing instant gratification for me. And two, isn't diverse enough in their offering to really appeal to like, I just need a placeholder to feel full for a bit, but I don't want to like have diarrhea, you know? <laughs> so exactly. The, like the fast food is kind of failing for the placeholder meal, right? Before the meal before the meal. And mm-hmm. this is where the grocery store can fill that gap. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. I also like, I agree, but it's also because I can't control myself at fast food restaurants. Like mm. I'll tell myself like, oh yeah, I'll just get one junior chicken to kind of like get me through this long drive home. <laughs> but then I'll end up ordering like three junior chickens and a fish filet. And then I like won't eat dinner. And then Bay's yeah, like, you- why aren't you eating? What's wrong? <laughs> like, I hate myself. That's what's wrong. <laughs> it's really yeah. funny. Like, Bay's like, are you okay? You've barely touched your salmon tartare. And you're like, oh, it's because there's a lot of tartare sauce in the fish filet I just <laughs> threw back. <laughs> exactly. I'll never forget, Ty, when we went to the drive through together at McDonald's and you had ordered. I was just thinking about this. <laughs> you had ordered a egg McMuffin at like 7 p.m which is super super twisted i don't know why you did that but you order the egg mcmuffin in vegetarian style and then you like somehow like just knew that it was going to have meat in it anyway and before you took a bite you looked inside and there was a pink disc <laughs> that you just throw out the window <laughs> yeah dude those t- terrorists at mcdonald's no matter what you say to them will try to slide a slice of ham into that <laughs> breakfast sandwich doesn't matter yeah so what was really cool, though, is when I hucked it out the window like a Frisbee, 
it made it made such a like a satisfying splat when it hit the sidewalk. Like it it just went splat and stopped moving. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Touchdown. It really was. You frisbeed it perfectly across my lap out the passenger window <laughs> for no reason other than you wanted to do that. <laughs> but respects for sticking the landing, literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a sticky business. Exactly. Um, I think that time I had three junior chickens <laughs> or something. It's pretty crazy how you could just like open up the gullet and send them back. You know, the junior chickens come marching in. Oh, dude. All time greatest invention mm-hmm. by McDonald's Incorporated. It's quite. Yeah. Your dude, your fast food meal is quite the uh, quite the lineup. Speaking <laughs> of you. speaking of lineup, I know I already mentioned it, but we got to talk about what, what's going on with Coachella this year. Yeah, break it down for us. Who's headlining? Who's bottom row? And who's in charge of the stage design? <laughs> yeah, okay. I can definitely not give you that much information, but our headliners this year are Miss Lana Del Rey, Mr. Tyler the Creator, and oh. I don't want to gender them, Doja Cat. Meow. <laughs> 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 Interesting. Tyler is kind of a surprise, but not a surprise. In my mind, he's always been like, kind of like, I don't know, not like a headlining type of artist because he's he was always for like a subgenre of kids, but he's Too niche, this guy's yeah. definitely definitely crossed over in recent years. So that'll be interesting. He he also puts on a great show. I'm sure that went into the decision. Yeah, and like I thought the same thing as you, Eric, as a first reaction, but then I realized he's probably the most deserving of these headliners because he's mm-hmm. runs his own festival. He's yeah, he's crossed over to the mainstream. He's got so many other ventures. He's built both his own brand and the brand of many other musicians. Like he probably deserves that headliner spot more than Lana Del Rey or Doja <laughs> Cat, who doesn't even like her fans. Classic Coachella headliner. Dude, no kidding. Um, noticeably, actually, do you have it with you? Can I can I see it? <laughs> Lineup. Uh, yeah, I can screen share. Pull it up. <laughs> because Dude, it's I have a feeling that there's going to be no opium members on the lineup and that'll be a huge miss for coachella if if true yeah unfortunately for both of us okay actually i can i'll just pull it up can you see that yeah yeah you just pull it up (laughs) dude okay so i gotta say though like i I, this is the first year eric that i felt like i am no longer coachella's demographic which is a bit hard to swallow i I always thought I was. And then when I read mm-hmm. through these little paragraphs of increasingly smaller and smaller text, I recognize less and less words. And I don't I think yeah. I recognize maybe 10% of the overall list of musicians. They've really leaned into Latin American music this year and I think that's part of the reason for this discrepancy. Mhm. Or maybe I'm just out of touch. Mhm. Yeah. Also, I don't think Coachella is like the brand of music that we probably listen to now or is like, mm. I don't know. I'll maybe I'll speak for myself. It's not the genre of music that I listen to, <laughs> to be honest, even though they cover every genre, it just feels like, um, yeah, I don't know, like, uh, just popular music. Whereas like rolling loud, that's a different story. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree with that, but I always felt like Coachella did a great job of representing in the first like two lines, who's who now, and in the rest of the lines, who's going to be who tomorrow. Like I was looking at the 2012 lineup the other day, 
And the oh, wow. very last row in the little tiny text was the word Kendrick Lamar. Oh, shit. So, that's pretty cool. And that's pretty cool to see like how these names like increase their rank every year on the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. Like it's like an NBA season, you know? Yeah. They kind of just increase their font size over the years. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So out of these three days, Ty, what is the what's the best day? Saturday? Sunday? Is it Friday even? What do you uh, if you have to go to one of these days? What What is it? If I had to go to one of these days, Eric, I'd have to go with the Saturday show with Tyler's. That's Tyler's headlining. I think it would be cool to mm-hmm. see Ice Spice. I think it would be cool to see Jungle. <laughs> It'd be cool to see Grimes and John Padiste and Kevin Abstract would be pretty dope. That is exactly what I was thinking as well. Blur, mm-hmm. Sublime. One of Tricks Point Never would be super sick. Yep. Just like the the 3 p.m. slot for one of tricks point never like on like the small stage <laughs> yeah not the ideal time or place to see them but i'll take it yeah Dest- destroy lonely the drums bar italia oh, yeah i'll go to that show with you <laughs> loan is happening oh shit and i saw ken carson on the friday so opium is representing thank god thank it's god also skepta on friday yeah yeah yeah, it looks like right. there, there are names <laughs> on this list, but it's just it's not that many. It's just so not I, enough. It's not enough. No, usually like I know everyone in the first line, but that's not even the case here. Right. Like who is uh, who's the rose? <laughs> like, I don't know who that I is. I don't know, dude. Even like first the second word on this is Peso Pluma, which is in the second biggest font. I didn't know who they were. I went and listened to their music all day yesterday just to figure it out. Mm-hmm. It sounds like kind of like poppy mariachi music, but I think he said the word Maybach at one point. So I'm not really <laughs> sure what's going on. He's wearing like a Supreme Balaclava and a Spotify profile. Oh, perfect. Man, it's it's kind of strange because there's like these like NPCs <laughs> that are like probably have like 7 million followers and we've like mm-hmm. never once heard of them. Like that guy's font size is the same as j balvin yeah like that's wild that says, right that says that he's very famous and the fact that we've never heard of him mm-hmm. never crossed my desk is this but... a result tie of the immigration issue in the united states <laughs> <laughs> is this what trump was trying to protect us from <laughs> there's way too much uh way too many latin artists on this lineup and i think it's because they've snuck into the country <laughs> wow I, I dude, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like I, I think what happened here, Eric, was like the algorithm has siloed us even more, you know? I think mm-hmm. I know the world of music, but I only know my world. And here Absolutely. we are with like I'm and then I'm trying to figure out why Nav is only third line, but that's because I live in a different reality. Dude, Nav puts on maybe the worst show of all time. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. that's why he's third line. That's okay, that makes sense. But then you like think yeah. about how these names could all just be up and comers. Like the very bottom row is a little band called Feeble Little Horse. That could be the Kendrick Lamar of 2030. You know, <laughs> who knows? It's a good point. Yeah, earmark these names because who knows? Like now's the time to invest in their in their art. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. if you, if you can pull a Martin Shkreli and buy their album and uh, release it in 20 years when they blow up, then you might have a pretty penny. Yeah, I'm about to sign off this pod and go Google if DJ Seinfeld has any NFTs I can buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Nice. Well, once again, I won't be attending this festival. Mm -hmm. I don't think you are either, just based on your reaction. And there we have it. (laughs) Yeah. Another year of hating from outside the Coachella Valley. Exactly. I'd rather avoid the inflated airline ticket prices and the like lack of hotels and then have to suffer in an Airbnb. Like I'm just I'm good on all that. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're built different. You can't handle that anymore. <laughs> I really can't. I need to have a seat You're... at a concert. Like when I'm looking at concert tickets, I have to I look at where the best view is from a chair, mm-hmm. <laughs> let mm-hmm. alone proximity to the artist. I could care less about that. Yeah, dude, I'm in my chair as well. That's chair era. <laughs> if you didn't pick up on that, like I'm I'm. I'm accustomed to a certain degree of concert or comfort at concerts now. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be standing. I did a move at my last show. I went to I, the lean at the back of the room. I leaned against the wall. Oh, that shit. was okay. I, that's an acceptable move. <laughs> <laughs> You're standing right next to the audio engineer. Like mm-hmm. nice job, bro. bro. Like trying to throw him some sick. pointers. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you're coming a little hot on the left side here. (laughs) (laughs) I only have three years of podcasting experience. Take it if you want. I just got a mic, but I know everything I can about gain. (laughs) Exactly. When we're talking about getting gains, we're talking about podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) This is my gym. (laughs) Exactly. We're working out in the booth. Wow. King. What else is what else is going on? Nothing. Anything? Ready to go downtown? Ready to go? Uh, resist a sip of sip of licky. I'm ready to go. Ask for sparkling water and then decline the <laughs> drink menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That much is going on other than Kanye just replacing his beautiful teeth with like metal jaws. I guess he's. Uh, oh he yeah. Said he was replicating the Bond villain. Who's all goes by the name Jaws? Is that it? <laughs> I think so. I, dude, the titanium teeth thing is weird. He's gone from like through the wire to through the melted down iPhone 15, you know? <laughs> yeah, true. But um, I, I heard that he hasn't had real teeth in like decades because of the accident, right? Like he broke all oh, his teeth. Shit. So he's always right. had veneers and like grills. They just like swaps out and stuff like that. So he's not really, uh, yeah, yeah, kind of interesting. So this is more of a function driven decision than, than aesthetics only. Cause like I was wondering, I'm like, man, I wonder what he chomped down on where he said enough is enough. Get me the strongest (laughs) substance beyond before diamonds to put in my mouth, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he doesn't have to floss anymore. Like if you were to like purchase new teeth, why wouldn't you purchase ones that are never going to rot <laughs> or mm-hmm. like ones that like you don't have to floss or do anything to like i don't like Completely what is he brushes teeth with like like metal cleaner <laughs> like w, he <laughs> just like... sprays wd-40 <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking the same thing to polish that shit up yeah dude so i don't know man good for him we, we all know this is not going to last very long but it's cool for the moment it's mm-hmm. it's provocative it gets the people going album coming mm-hmm. soon Mm-hmm. And you know what, dude? He can fearlessly chomp down on any frozen veggie patty at Subway he wants. <laughs> like he can just mouth through anything. Like, dude is a machine yeah. now, a mouth machine. Mm-hmm. 
he could probably force a foot long down there while rapidly chomping down on it and have it just disintegrate in front of him. <laughs> yeah, dude. He <laughs> probably like a eats wood, like a woodchucker or something. I think he eats like like Pac-Man, you know, now like munch, <laughs> yeah, munch, exactly. munch, munch. <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> wow. Brilliant. That's all I had for you today, Ty. Anything else? I don't know, dude. Whenever you think titanium grills, I'm like, that's a nice barbecue, but it's taking on a different meaning. <laughs> mm-hmm. In a fight between him and his iPhone 15, who who's winning? You know. Oh, I, the first thing I would do is try to take a try to take a bite of my phone for sure. <laughs> yeah. Test these things out. <laughs> yeah, I'm biting. I'm biting down on something that shouldn't be bitten. You know, just to see what I can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see what kind of horsepower these things got. <laughs> exactly. Okay, King. That's all, all right, I breadheads. got for you, though. Likewise, breadheads. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be sure to tune in next week, Tuesday. New episode coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dropping hot. Okay. Ciao. Ciao.